When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to season three of Madame Magenta Sonus Mystica. With special guest star Bernard. But, uh, guest star? I'm, I'm a guest. Yes, yeah, yes, but a special one, Bernard. Oh, goodness me. Yes. Did, does that mean you could sort of replace me at any moment? Well, no, no one wants your job, Bernard. So no. What, being your husband? No, the sound technician. Husband isn't a job, cheeky sod. No, goodness me, no, no, no. It's, it's an honour. Yes, exactly. I'm tying myself in knots already. Yes, Bernard, maybe you should explain to our loyal fans why this season is several months late. Oh, uh, yes, well, we were uh, escaping the forces of darkness, and it, it took rather longer than anticipated. It was it? terribly harrowing, wasn't it? Yes, it was yes. so upsetting. So we'd love to tell you all about it. But sadly, we're not going to, because it gives us chills just thinking about it. I, I mean, don't, don't, don't we owe it to the people, dear? I mean, after we teased them with that very exciting yet very brief recording that we sent out in August. What one was that then? This one. I, I'll play it for you now. Is it done, Bernard? Yes. Right. Yes, we're rolling. Okay, let's begin. <laughs> Greetings, fans of the esoteric. It is I, Magenta. Uh, Bernard, quick. In here. Uh, yes, good idea. So... Probably wondering where the hell we've been. <laughs> oh, I made so many promises about the third season, didn't I? Yes, you did. I think I said I'd write the origin story of myself. Yes. Remember? Yes. My sort of childhood uh, dramas and how I came to be the magnificent woman I am would today. Would have been very good, wouldn't yes, it? Yes, it would have been marvellous. Oh, and that choose-your-own-adventure idea I had, do you remember oh, that? that? would have been enormous fun, Where yes. every week I just came up with a new direction for a yes. story. Yes, that would have been great. Oh. Do you know, I think it's all right. I think they've gone. We're safe. Let's go. Wait, wait, Bernard. I can't move that quickly. Are you injured? One of my heels has snapped off. Never escape in stripper boots. That's the moral of this story. All right, let's go, but at a slower pace. All right. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. So you might think my long disappearance has been because I've been working on the new season. Well, <laughs> no, no. I am yet to do anything at all. I haven't I haven't put pen to paper yet. Whoops. <laughs> Bernard, watch out! What, what is it? I don't see anything. Oh, no. It was a floater in my eye. Oh. I thought it was a spectral attack. You know, a little, little ghosty. Oh, yes. Well, we are used to that. Yes. Bernard, you take the recorder. I need to get holy water out of my bum bag. All right. Or fanny pack, as the Americans say. Oh, yes, they do, don't they? Isn't that interesting? Right. Well, uh, I'll explain while you sort that out. Um, so, yes, after we finished recording season two, uh, check that out if you haven't, things got rather unexpected, rather eventful with Magenta's ancestral ghost. Yes. You know, the one who was uh, haunting my old bandmate from Foucault's oh, Pendulum. That's bad. Awful, Awful man. man. Yeah. 
Oh, by the way, I discovered a load of old band T-shirts in the attic the other day. Yes, yes. Yes, here you did, while we were looking for other more useful items in the battle against occult forces. Yes, yes, yes. But they're rather snazzy, uh, the band T-shirts, I mean. Yes, not the occult forces. No, 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 no. They're they're, they're from our 1989 tour. Very cool. So, you know, I thought I'd sell them. So uh, do check out our Twitter for that. Bernard, this is no time to sell merch. You said it's always a good time to sell merch. Oh, yes, I did, didn't I? Anyway... We need to get somewhere safe. Magenta, watch out! <gasps> oh, Bernard, it's probably just a floater. Calm down. <gasps> oh, that one! Yes, that is rather a tease. It is rather, yes. All right, I've got an idea. And actually, it lines up very nicely with some advice that my therapist gave me. You don't have a therapist, do you? No, but if I did, they would certainly advise me to slowly and painfully drip-feed our audience information about all the terrible things that we've been through. Ah, recently. right. Yes, it, a homeopathic amount of storytelling in each episode. Is that, that's, that's the plan, is exactly. it? Exactly, and just as effective as homeopathy as well. <laughs> so luckily for us, I know how we're going to communicate this information in an effective yet exciting manner. Oh, goodness me, what is it? With our journals. So allow me to explain, with rather more backstory than is needed, last Christmas, Bernard and I gifted each other a beautiful 2021 journal. Yes, we Otherwise did. known as a diary, if you're 12 years old. Or Samuel Peepees. Pe- Samuel Peeps. We've Peeps. mentioned it before, haven't we? I old think Samuel we have. Yeah, you, in you a previous see, season. You struggle with the pronunciation of his well, name. Well, no, I don't struggle with it. You can say it how you want. The fun thing about Mr. P's name is you can say it however you like, because he's dead. Yes. So Pepe, 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 whatever you like. Samuel Pepe. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so we gave each other diaries for Christmas because we've been married for ages and we've run out of ideas. Oh, no, no, that's not true. I also got you that lace and pleather onesie with the split crotch. Yes, I wish you hadn't. Well. Or I wish you'd warned me before I opened it in front of Great Aunt Josephine. Oh, goodness, yes. I, I forgot what I'd bought you until the last minute when the whole family was gathered around and you were poised over the present. But I, I, I did try signalling to you not to open it. I thought you were dancing, dear. To Away in a Manger. It was the disco version by Ethel Merman. It, yes, but all's well that ends with a split crotch because Auntie Josephine was fine, wasn't she? Well, when you've been on the planet as long as her, you'll have been exposed to all kinds of perversions. It's just statistics, isn't it? Whereas our daughter, on the other hand, oh, oh poor lamb, sitting there with her new boyfriend... Dressed in matching Christmas jumpers. Mince pie halfway to his <laughs> mouth, do you remember? Yes, yes. We, we, we rarely mention our darling girl, do we? Well, she didn't ask to be thrust into the limelight, Bernard. No. We must respect her wishes. Yes, yes. Also, she said she'd literally cancel me if I ever mentioned her on the podcast, so my lips are sealed. So, the journals, anyway, the PP diaries. Yes. We wrote a few entries while running from the forces of darkness, didn't we? Yes. It's remarkable, if you think about it too much. How did we do it? How did we find the time? Yes. And the energy? And the focus? Anyway, don't think about it too much. And it's those diary entries I shall read each episode. What, including mine? Well, yes. You didn't tell me you were going to do that. I I think if we're protecting our daughter's privacy, we should also protect mine, don't you? You suddenly want privacy? What the hell have you written in them? Well, no, no, nothing terrible, as far as I remember. Oh, God, I'm trying to think. Well, now I'm intrigued. Maybe we should just stick to helping your tragic fans, Magenta. Oh, yes, we haven't forgotten our tragic fans. We shall still be answering fan letters, helping you out with your little problems each episode by using the mystical forces of blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know how it goes. But this time there's a twist. We're going to do it on a different topic each week. So this week's problem is Christmas presents for partners. But for now, hand over your diary, Bernard. No, no, I'll read it. You, you just relax. That's, that's fine. 
If you insist. I certainly do insist. <clears throat> mm, very suspicious. Here we go. Straight in. No messing around. All right. No beating about the bush. I've always thought that sounded rude. Bernard! Just uh, get on with it. Dear diary, how are you? I hope you're keeping well. You write your diary like it's a letter. Yes, I, I pretend I'm addressing someone I admire. Who? David Byrne from Talking Heads. David Byrne? <clears throat> Dear Diary, I hope you're keeping well and have been out and about on your famous folding bicycle. Oh, David Byrne famously rides around on a folding bicycle. Yes, I got that. The weather today in our neck of the woods is as follows. 10 degrees oh, Celsius, God. 93% humidity, <sighs> dew point... Bernard, five... skip to the relevant bits, please. Actually, Magenta, before we go on, should we remind our very patient listeners about what happened last season? You know, it does have a bearing on the adventures as detailed in our journal. Yes, yes, good point. Go ahead, Bernard. So, you may remember that as a fresh-faced lad, I played bass in the moderately successful band Foucault's Pendulum, and the lead singer was a man called Stephen. So, a few months ago, I realised that Stephen owed me a little bit of money from PRS. Uh, oh, PRS is the... Uh, not the relevant. PRS is right. not relevant. Okay. Yes. So, we went over to Stephen's house to ask for the money, and one thing led to another, and Magenta ended up stealing a valuable guitar. I drove Stephen's car into a swimming pool, and Stephen retaliated by stealing an ancient bowl from our house. Which was cursed! And Stephen somehow activated the curse and released the spirit trapped within the bowl, which was, well, is, uh, a malevolent ghost from my own lineage, in yes. fact. A great aunt of some description. So, I was going to sort things out. Relatives can be such a pain in the ask, can't they? But I was a bit busy, you see, and then I sort of forgot. Uh, and then lockdown happened, of course. Yes. And uh, you know what? Even if I'd remembered, I couldn't go over to Stephen's house, could I? No, not not in lockdown. No, no, because no, you needed an essential reason to travel. And, and I don't think a suspected haunting slash possession by a wicked entity actually was a proper reason. It was wasn't it? on the list. No. no, it wasn't on the list. So a few weeks passed and we finally got our collective arse in gear. And that's where the adventure begins. Begins. Bernard. Bernard, that's your cue. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> Today we girded our loins and decided to head over to Stephen's house, braced for what we might find. To steal my nerves... Girded, braced and steeled. Good heavens, sounds a bit BDSM. <laughs> to steal my nerves, I played Talking Heads Life During Wartime in the car and lustily sang along with the lyrics. Had a van that was loaded with weapons, packed up and ready to go. I was in fine voice, if I do say so myself, and I could see my darling wife's eyes shining with admiration, having been reminded that beneath the respectable veneer, her husband is a true rock artiste. Oh, dear. I really didn't think anyone was going to read this besides myself, let alone thousands of listeners. Darling, don't be ashamed of revealing your true self, no. which, as you pointed out, is a true rock artist. <laughs> Gentle. No, 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 it's very, it's very, it's very endearing, my dear. Keep yeah. going. Okay. Rumours had been making their way back to us for a couple of weeks about strange goings-on. A local psychic and medium Facebook group that Magenta likes to troll had reported disturbances in the ether, and when Magenta did some dowsing over a local map to find the epicentre, the dangling crystal very clearly pointed to the upmarket village that Stephen lives in. Upmarket? Well, well it, Tacky, it, vulgar. It, I suppose it is. I mean, it? expensive, yes. Yeah, very expensive, yes. Can't buy taste. Anyway, go on. 
It was then we realised... I we mean, could... who needs an outdoor pool in Britain? Doesn't you make don't any sense. How, how often sense. are you going to go in there? It was ridiculous. Disgusting. It was then we realised we could no longer avoid our responsibility. I fear we've been subconsciously ignoring the problem. So reluctant are we to be drawn into yet another adventure. Oh, tell me about it. They're always so hard on the nerves. Last time, when the Arkati killer was at large, who turned out to be my ruddy boss, no less, I was so clenched with tension for so very long that my buttock muscles became firm and high, and my jaw muscles literally doubled in size. I now have an arse like Captain America and a jaw like Rock Hudson. I feel terribly self-conscious. I accept you no matter what your deficiencies, my yeah, darling. Well, you're very kind, my dear. Uh, yes. But no matter the cost to the individual, Magenta and I realise our duty to the wider community. For her part, Magenta was dressed for business. A black velvet turban with a single ostrich feather, somewhat bent from the low ceiling of the car, and a zebra print jumpsuit to blend into the long grasses, she says. Stephen does indeed have pampas grass in his front garden, which apparently is what you plant if you're a swinger. Is it really? Yes. That means half the neighbourhood are swinging. Well, uh, pampas grass was mainly planted in gardens in the 80s, so perhaps they're not still swinging. Yes, creaking more like, like <laughs> yeah. an old swing. Yes. Get it creaking, because they're old now. Yes, yes. It's a very good joke. Shall I, shall I go on? Oh, yes, go yeah. on. There had also been reports of strangely localised weather, a chilly, opaque mist engulfing a few streets with, you guessed it, Stephen's house smack bang in the centre. It did indeed sound rather worrying, esoterically speaking. The unfortunate thing is, Magenta is at her least powerful. She can no longer talk to the animals. Thank God. And her guardian angel is ignoring her. Good riddance. And her third eye, in her words, needs bifocals. Thus, we were headed into a situation without special insight, tools, or a plan. But an army marches on its stomach, as they say. Which is why we stopped off at a fast food establishment on the way. And then we popped next door to the local cinema for a double bill. And when we got out, Magenta said she felt sick from all the pick and mix. And we realised we'd left it a bit too late and should probably go to Stephen's the next day when we were a bit fresher. Bernard! You should have just started from the next day's diary entry then! Yes, I realised that about two sentences in, but I didn't feel like I could turn back. I just sort of bit much like we couldn't turn back from the adventure we had embarked upon. Except we did, to get fried chicken and go to the movies. Yes, yes. yes. But, but then the next day... We, we don't have time for that now. We'll have to read out my journal entry in the next episode. Let's just answer letters, come on. Right. Do we have a jingle for this bit? I, I'm sure we can arrange a jingle, Good. yes. Letter time. Letter time. Letter time. Letter time. So this episode's topic is Christmas presents to get one's partner, which can be a contentious issue. No doubt we'll care less about this sort of thing when we're living on a post-apocalyptic arc under a nuclear sky, but for now, let's see what crimbo prezzy dilemmas our listeners are having and how we can help them. So fans of the show will know at this bit, uh, we do some bibliomancy, which is where you get a book and you ask a question and you turn to a page and there is the answer as delivered from the uh, realms of, you know, other places that know better than we do. That's a very good summary. Well done, my dear. Yes, thank you. Yes, that was pretty concise, wasn't it? That actually was surprisingly concise. Normally we ramble on for ages about what bibliomancy is. I know, as if people don't get it very quickly. I think think the concept is actually quite simple. We don't have a lot of faith in people, do we? No, no. And they do listen to the episodes in the wrong order. So maybe that lack of faith is justified, to be honest. So uh, we've got three books to choose from this time. We've got Tales of Mystery and Imagination by Edgar Allan Poe. 
Oh, that should be good. Oh, yes. Well, he seems like the right sort of spirit for the more gothic questions. I'd have thought so. We've got Jilly Cooper, love and other heartaches. Oh, well, she definitely knows what she's talking yes, about. Yes, and it's, it's a very old one, this one. Yes, she looks quite young on the cover, doesn't she? Jilly looks absolutely splendid on the cover, like a fresh-faced milkmaid, which she'd hate because she's very posh. Oh, yes, goodness. And we also have... Epic collection, Star Wars Infinity's Legends. Now, that's a graphic novel, isn't it? Yes, yes, so we're really shaking things up. Okay, so we have four letters today, I believe. We do, yes, yes. One of them is slightly stretching the topic definition already, so, well, you know, you can only ask so much of our listeners, I'm afraid. Well, there you go. Yes, okay, so what shall we start with, my dear? Well, uh, let's start with uh, a Tessa Kicks Ass. Oh, yes, so this was on Twitter, because you can ask questions of us on Twitter, can't you? Uh, You can uh, send a message on Twitter to Magenta, at Madame Magenta UK. That's Madame with an E. Yes, the French, although I said Madame. Yes. Because I'm not French. No, why would you say it in the French accent? No, exactly. You're, you're it not just French. doesn't make sense. Yes. Mm. So Atessa says, Hello again. I got my guy, Russell, a really awesome birthday gift recently, and I don't know how to top it. What should I get him for Christmas this year? Love the show. Excited for season three. Hello again, Atessa. Atessa is a regular listener, isn't she? Yes, I believe so. Yes, well, let's see if we can rustle up a good answer for you, Atessa. Eh? Oh, a little, <laughs> little Christmas pun. Yes. So, Atessa, let, uh, what what one should we have for her? Um. Well, let's see. So, we've got a... Uh, What's that bloody racket outside? Maggie is dragging a very large sort of tray. This is what the kind of tray that about 24 plants would be delivered to your house in. Amazing. It's quite incredible how she's managed to find the loudest thing. Staggeringly noisy. Uh, uh, why, animals are such chaos merchants. Yes. So, Tessa, you're young and hip. And what a young hip... People like Star, Star Wars. Wars, obviously. Yes, yes of course. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, give me a number, Bernard. Uh, sixty-three. Sixtieth. Oh, they don't have any bloody page numbers. Oh no. I'll have to just you open it at random. Random. All right. right. Well, this is quite good because you know I can feel the spirit moving through me, and then I can stop at a page. Magenta is chanting and moving pages with her hands. Right, there we go. Okay. Anakin, are you all right? Two riders heading your way. I got three, but two got away. Watch yourselves! And then I, uh, then I believe the beardy chap. Who's the beardy chap? Is it Obi-Wan Kenobi? What, which beardy chap? Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, he looks younger than Obi-Wan Kenobi. He looks a bit like a younger version of that chap from Stranger Things who's the policeman. Oh, uh, Hopper. Yes. yes. David Harbour. Yes. So David Harbour then <laughs> sort of slices a, I believe it's a stormtrooper. Right. I don't know. Uh, who is on a strange snaky sort of horse. Really, right. really quite repellent. Oh, no, it's like an ostrich. Okay. With a helmet on. Right. Um, and there's another one that looks a bit like Ewan McGregor, although he also looks a bit like David Harbour without the beard. So I don't know if David Harbour lost his beard. Has he had a shave halfway through no, this no, panel? No, I think he grew a beard between one panel and the next. Goodness me. That's may, a proper maybe, Jedi skill. Is, is that a Jedi skill? I, I'm sure it is. In I mean, the midst of battle, you just squeeze out a beard. Well, they're always changing their uh, their hair, aren't they? Are they? Yes. Well, I mean, uh, the the young Jedi's have a sort of weird crew cut, and then they, they get that sort of long braid, horrible sort of nineties rat tail, right. and then uh, and then uh, then they eventually graduate up to long hair and beard. Well, I suppose that's the stages of giving a shit, isn't it? 
You, it's, become, it's getting less and less bothered about what you look like. So this is quite exciting, because what it means is we need to interpret the pictures as well as the words because it's a graphic novel. Yes, it's a, a new chapter of Bibliomancy. Um, so, yes, uh, so is an ostrich? <laughs> I'm just trying to get, get into, tap into the strange language of the other plane. Yes. It's sometimes, you know, it's like shouting through custard sometimes. <laughs> trying to, and then hearing through custard. the same custard. Yes. It's like being in a big vat of custard. You know, you, nobody realises how difficult this is for me, you know. Spiritually, It's a mentally, tremendous effort, isn't it? Physically. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's look back at the... Anakin, are you all... Anakin, is that the one that turns into Darth Vader? Yes, yes. He's essentially poisoned by the dark side. He starts off good, still good in him, but, you know, Oh, he and falls. then gets worse. You yes. know what that means? It means, Atessa, don't worry about this present being better than the last one. Oh. Yes, it's absolutely fine if it's significantly worse. That's quite liberating, isn't it? Yes. I mean, there'll be other Christmases, unless we all, you know, perish. Well, in in which case, you don't have to worry about presents at all. No, exactly. So either way, win-win. Really? That's it? It doesn't matter. Just sort of let it go. Yes. And what does it say? Two riders heading your way. I got three, but two got away. Watch yourself. It's an interesting little rhyme, that, isn't it? It's like like a bit of like a song, like a what beat poem. What do you know? It rhymed way with away in that case. Two riders heading your way. Something, something, one got away. It's <laughs> just sort of a little bit of a beat poem. Watch it's... yourselves. And yes. that's like a get out. Check yourself. Check yourself. I hope that helps. That definitely helped her. I don't think she'll have any questions after that. And uh, maybe make it ostrich themed. Oh, yes, why not? Yes, there we go. Bit of specific advice. It's always good to give the vague and the specific. One extremely specific bit of advice in amongst a soup of of generic. Exactly, and then you can take what you want from it. There you go. All right, so the next one is a a new writer-inner. Yes, right. Although a long-term listener, of course. Jeremy. Jeremy. Doesn't say where he's from. And you know, we normally like it so that Bernard reads it in the voice of the person who has written. I, I do try to give it that sort of authenticity. Yes, exactly. But it doesn't say here. So how about we stick to the Star Wars theme and you do it in the voice of Emperor Palpatine? Oh, all right. Yes, uh, yes. The wonderful Shakespearean actor Ian McDermott. At <clears> his <throat> most fruity as well. At his most fruity. Dear... <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I'll, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Do uh, do your getting into it. Uh, oh, I'm afraid the deflector shield will be quite operational. All right, I mean... <laughs> Dear Madame Magenta and Bernard, I was so pleased to see on Twitter that season three was due and even more delighted when I realised I had a problem you could help me with. <clears throat> Here is my problem. Normally, my partner and I tell each other what we want, and unsurprisingly, this has resulted in really boring gift exchanges. So this year, my partner wants me to surprise them. I racked my brains. I racked my brains and came up empty. And then my partner came home the other day and told me with great excitement that they'd brought they'd bought me an awesome present and they couldn't wait to give it to me. 
I am now under huge pressure. Help me. I await your decree, Jeremy. I await your decree, is right. <laughs> you, you have to do the laugh, otherwise it's not a complete impression. Who? I, I'm trying to imagine who Emperor Palpatine's partner would be now. <laughs> <laughs> Exchanging gifts. Oh, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Wonderful, thank you. I, mean, I, knew, I knew it what it was, of course, because I used the force. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think they're just staying in the background? They're staying out of it? Wait, wait, you what? know, Empress. Empress Palpatine. She's just like, I don't want to be a part of this. No, I'm it's all right. Gonna... You do. You go and run your little empire. Yes, I'll just pop up to give you tea and presents and stuff. Right, yes. Maybe. So I think we should answer Emperor Palpatine's letter with Jilly Cooper's book, Love. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. It's about love. Yes. Give us a number, Bernard. Uh, let's use the number I was going to use earlier. 63. 63. So the problem, remind us, is... Um, I actually can't remember because I was doing the Palpatine voice. So. I, I think it was something about um, uh, we normally give each other boring gifts, uh, but my partner's got me something amazing and I need to make it. Uh, so it's another like, That's oh, right. God, this really matters. I need to get them something amazing. Yes, yeah, so, so people are putting a lot of pressure on it. They aren't really they? are. So give us another number. So we're on page 63. Uh, four. Oh, and uh, this chapter is called Forsaking All Others. <gasps> Goodness me. You know what that means? What you does... give them a, the gift of monogamy. So, Jeremy, if you're shagging around, you you should stop it, and then you should tell them. That probably would be the sort of best present anyone could get, in a way, I Unless suppose. they didn't know. Like, Merry Christmas, darling, I'm not shagging anyone else anymore. That's if a... you didn't know that they were. It's a double-edged sword of yes. a present, isn't it? So, number four, did you say? I did, yes. The best party we've ever given, said David. Oh. That's what it says. Oh, there you go! So you throw them a party. So you don't give them a present, you throw them a party. <laughs> right. On Christmas Day, when everyone <laughs> is dying to go to parties. Yes, and all of the, the transportation options are very convenient. Yes. Everything's running and, yes. uh, you know, the weather's perfect. Well, maybe it's a sort of special small party just for you two. So cook them a nice meal <laughs> on Christmas Day. Right. And go, there's your present. I made you a what, turkey. The, the Christmas dinner that we would have had anyway. Yes. Do you know, sometimes the answer just it's just handed to you plainly, isn't yes, it? Yes, there we go, Jerry. So what you do is you say, Merry Christmas, darling. I'm not shagging anyone else. Here's some turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll love you for it. They'll be absolutely delighted. Goodness me. Don't think we're going to get more many, more, many more emails at this rate. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right, let's go on to the next one. Right. So the next one is another long-term friend of the show, isn't it, Bernard? Oh, yes, this is this is Davide or David. Or... Dave, dear Dave. Yes, well, uh, to our eternal shame, oh. we've actually met uh, David or Davide and we didn't actually 
grasp how to pronounce his name. We were a little frightened, it has to be said. No one's ever approached us before who's a fan of the show, so we assumed he was hostile at first. (laughs) I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Even though he's got a lovely face, a lovely kind face, and he was was brandishing liqueur chocolates. I mean, that's a good first impression, isn't it? It is, and they weren't even poisoned. I ate all of them. No, we should have gone with our with our instinct to that really i think didn't we yes but uh, yes so uh, by the time we realized his his intentions were pure he was off so dave actually reminded us that uh, uh, we had given him some advice and that he'd taken it yes Staggering. So he wanted to get married, uh, but he didn't know whether to uh, have a very small one during the pandemic or wait, postpone it and have a big wedding. That's right. Yes. And so we said, why not have both? Yes. And he did. He did. And so he, he came to us in the middle of the two weddings. Uh, I mean, they weren't close together or anything. So the first one had been lovely, tremendous success, just a small lovely, affair. small, beautiful, intimate very happy with it. And he was planning the second one when he came to see us. Yes. And he said he was tremendously stressed. And despite that, he didn't blame us, did he? He really looked like he'd regretted the second wedding decision, yes, didn't he? he Bless did. him. And he didn't blame us. So what a lovely man Dave is. So he deserves the best advice we could possibly give him. Yes. Or he should take the opposite advice to what we give him. True. So yes. there's two options here yes. for, for Dave. Yes, exactly. So if... If you have any reservations whatsoever about what we tell you, you know what to do. Do the exact opposite. Yes. That's and he, not terrible advice for everyone. He also know. instructed us, to, me specifically, to read his letter in his accent, which he describes as a sort of Italian with a hint of Welsh. Yes. Very interesting. Yes. Because that's what it often veers into anyway, isn't it? Yeah, with when many you're trying an accent. to do an accent. Yes, yes, right. So I'll do my best. Dear Madame Magenta and Bernard... I have ordered pitchers of assorted alcoholic beverages to mix in honour of your return to to delight our ears and keep comfort during the gloomiest time of the year. Bless him. You know, we should do a special Dave cocktail. We should, shouldn't we? Because he gave us some boozy chocolates. That's right. Here is my question. Growing up, my family didn't have the tradition of making Christmas presents. Children got their presents on the 13th of December, St. Lucy's Day, celebrated in small pockets of Italy and Scandinavia. You know, my friend, uh, you know, Debs. Oh, yes. Deborah. Deborah. She used to call her her vagina her Lucy. Really? Little, little <laughs> would she revealing you? snippet there. <laughs> Hello, Debs. She wouldn't mind you saying no. that, would you know? Uh, sorry, I just blasphemed as well. I'm so sorry. All right. So uh, the children, children got their presents on the 13th of December, but they were not supposed to reciprocate. Then I married into a British family, and there you go. I am supposed to provide presents for my in-laws. My husband is very good at dropping hints throughout the years. So but by the time Christmas is around, I have a long list of ideas. What about my father-in-law, who is a farmer in his 70s, sister-in-law and brother-in-law and two nephews? We have run out of vouchers. Also, a question for you two. Do you already know what you are going to give each other this year? Thanks a lot for your help and have a good weekend. David, Davide, Dave. Now, you might you might notice a little bit of changes in the, the sound of this recording, and it's because we're moving around the house to try and find a room that doesn't have any animals in it. Yes, we're fostering, you see, uh, and it's creating complete chaos. Yes. <laughs> yes, but I do love my waifs and strays, you don't do, I, Bernard? You do, We have various creatures living with us at the yes, moment. Yes, yes, and you're my oldest waif and stray. <laughs> <laughs> at least none of them are ghosts this time. No, that's true. They're ones I don't like.
All right, so we're going to use Tales of Mystery and Imagination by Edgar Allan Poe because of the nightmare that uh, Dave endured the last time we gave him advice. Yes. It just seems like an appropriate book, doesn't Absolutely it? Absolutely, master of the mystic. All right. Edgar Allan Poe. So give us a number, Bernard. Let's have 14. It goes up quite high, you know, you don't have to keep low. Oh, all right. It goes right. up to 453. Let's have, in that case, 452. Oh, well. There's a curveball. Yes, yes. Okay, give us another number. Two. Oh, this is the afterword. Oh, it is. <laughs> right, I went too far. Two, two's fine. Okay. So it's a fragment of a sentence. Right. And it says, barely inhabited island. So there you Goodness go, Dave. Me. <laughs> so what you need to do for Christmas is get yourself to a barely inhabited island. And not worry about the, the in-laws, the, the farmer-in-law, the, the farmer-in-law. The farmer the father-in-law who's a farmer. You know, to be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some of my own advice here. Are you? You're yes. Off-piste. I mean, really, you're being a little too conscientious about getting presents for your in-laws. What everybody does in Britain, yes, is you get them for your own parents. And then you pretend it's from both of you. Uh, that's a very good point. And so your partner really should be sorting that out. And yes, then I you... mean, I don't want to reveal our secrets. Yes. But that's what happens in Britain, it isn't it? It is what everybody does. And then you just put love from Davide and... Exactly. So don't worry about it, my dear. If it wasn't part of your cultural upbringing, you really shouldn't have to worry about this old crap because we certainly don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> and a, good, a big part of British culture is pretending you care more about something than you do. Yes, yes. And taking the glory for things that you haven't even done. That's even more British. That's, yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, so and something about poppies and the war. <laughs> Yes, although let's not get into those murky no, waters. No, we, 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 we won't. All right, so I hope that helps, my dear. Yes. I mean, does it? Oh, he also asked if we know what we're getting each other. Oh, goodness me. Well, I actually, actually, as of last night, I have bought your present. You have your present? Yes, I have. Yes. Well, yes, I, I've actually got yours as well. Right. It's, yes. uh, I mean, I'm, I don't think it's spoiling anything to say it's an experience. We don't tend to get physical objects anymore because the house of animals will probably eat them. That's right. So, yes, so we're giving each other an experience. Yes. Because, you know, that's more memorable in a way, isn't it? It is, yes. And I, I have to say another thing about, you know, worrying too much about presents is very often I can't remember what I gave you last birthday or Christmas and you can't remember what I, you gave me. Or... Exactly. It's a long life full of junk. <laughs> so don't worry about any of it. Fill your house with more clutter. Yes. All right, let's get on to the next letter. We've got so many people to help. We do. Goodness. So who's the next one? Oh, this is this is from someone who just wants to be identified as P. Oh, right. P. Yes. Interesting. And again, we don't know who they where they're from. Right. So if you write in, maybe this season we'll do something a bit different. So normally when you write in, you say where you're from and then Bernard approximates the accent. But maybe this time you can say the celebrity that you'd <laughs> like him to, to, to imitate. Is that all right, Bernard? It's sure. Excellent. Yes, let's give it a try. So anyway. who shall we have this time? Well, we've done Palpatine. Do you want to do someone else from the Star Wars universe? I, I suppose I could do a, sort of an Alec Guinness. Yes. Like, a, like a, an Obi-Wan Kenobi. All right. All right. So, uh, yes, take it away. Hello there. That's how you have to start if you're doing... Uh, that sounds like a beetle. Hello. Hello there. No, he does a... He's, he's, a, he's a very posh man, but he does uh, a... Yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Dear Magenta and Bernard, 
First time writer, long time listener. Right, Ringo. It does sound a bit like <laughs> First time Ringo. writer, long time listener. Oh, no, that's, that's the Beatles oh, one. Yeah. When I heard your topic was Xmas presents for your partner, I realised you are genuinely psychic and that you have read my mind. <laughs> well, it's more appropriate, isn't it? It is. I am not the droid you were looking for. <laughs> yes. Something like that? He, he said, uh, move along. You can go about your business. Move along. All of that. Yes. Mind control. Jedi mind control. I have been going out officially with my boyfriend for less than a month and unofficially for about six months. What does that mean? <laughs> Good question. This will be our first time exchanging gifts. I would like the present to represent how much he means to me and how wonderful our time together has been, but I don't know what that could be. Also, imagine if I gave him something meaningful and heartfelt and he gives me bath salts, lol. <laughs> <laughs> lol is Alec Guinness. Saying lol as Alec Guinness is not something I ever thought I'd have to do. Help me, Magenta and Bernard. You are couple goals. I mean, that's true. P. That's true. Kiss, so, kiss. Well, there's a lot to unpack here, as the kids say. Yes. So, uh, going out unofficially for six months and officially for less than a month. So, that either tells me cheating. <laughs> <laughs> So a bit of an overlap, maybe. Yes, yes. Uh, or uh, reluctance, mm. yes, to dive straight in. Yes. Or a sort of like flim-flamming around where uh, you're too scared to go, oh, what, what is this? See, I said that quite quickly with us two, didn't I? Yes, I yes. said, you know, I think it was the second date. What is this? I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> yes, you were, you were very business-like about yes, it. Yes, exactly. Um, so uh, I reckon P is probably, I don't know, probably not demanding what P wants. Right. When, you know, and so not sort of, they, I, I said, I think there's a lack of communication here. There, there's, it's often the problem, isn't yes, it? Yes, if they don't know if they were even going out and now now there's this big, oh God, what do I get them? What if they give me bath salts and I get them something meaningful? Yes, yes, it's all very unclear. I mean, oh no, I'm giving my own advice before I let the ether do it, but I'll give my own advice afterwards. All right, well, should we, should we go? But it the... involves having a five pound set limit. Ah. Yes. But let's see if the ether agrees with me and the powers that be. Yes. So what one haven't we used? Well, uh, we've, we've we've brought three and we've had four letters. So we could, in fact, go back to Star Wars All where right, we, where we started. Star Wars, seeing as we had Alec. Yes. All right. So I'm going to have to do the just opening it randomly thing. All right. It doesn't have page numbers. Magenta oh, is handling the book oh, and uh, her eyes have rolled back, oh, in, back in her skull. Oh, clearly a great power oh, has descended oh, upon her. Just say when. Say when. Say when. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, it's one of those yellow scrolling bits. Oh, you've got a, a crawl. A, yes. a Star Wars I opening the whole crawl. Thing? Go on. Until the recent Great Rebellion, the Jedi Bendu were the most feared warriors in the universe for 100,000 years. Generations of Jedi perfected their art as the personal bodyguards of the Emperor. They were the chief architects of the Invincible. God, this goes on a bit. Imperial Space Force, blah, blah, blah. Uh, something about a great rift. Legendary warriors are all but extinct, one uh, hunted down, destroyed enemies of the new ferocious, sinister rival warriors, Knights of the Sith. There we go. All right. What was the question? I don't know. <laughs> I actually wasn't listening to what you were reading because I was too busy humming the John oh, Williams. Oh, the always so... It's such an info dump, isn't it? They start with the most colossal info dump. Yeah, I feel like I need to take notes. I mean, the the very mo the most recent Star Wars film starts with what I would consider to be the biggest shock twist in the entire oh, history Which of is, Star Wars. What, Palpatine's back. Turns uh -oh. out Palpatine is still alive. Ruffle. <laughs> 
Why didn't they show that on screen? You know, it didn't occur to me because I don't pay much attention. But then when you said that afterwards, I was like, that's ridiculous. And then the fir- in the first sort of five minutes, they're all going, wow, it turns out Palpatine's back. Who knew? That's like me coming home one day with the shopping and yes. going, oh, by the way, uh, Bernard, my first husband, Derek, has resurrected himself. Yes. And he's, I mean, he kind of did. He uh, came back as a ghost, didn't he? Yes, he did. But imagine if I said, no, no, he's completely alive. He's just back in the neighbourhood. He's back. And I was just like, wow, man. That's yeah. How interesting. <laughs> we, just, we just didn't blink. <laughs> <laughs> it is some of the worst filmmaking I've seen in a long time. Yes, yes, that was... So yeah, don't it, follow that advice. I mean, they really could have explored that, couldn't they? I anyway. Wouldn't, I wouldn't ask J.J. Abrams to solve your problems but there you go well yes there we go don't and jj abram shouldn't have a podcast giving advice i'm going in case off on he a, was thinking about it i'm going off on a star wars rant and i i i, I can't be swept up no it. it's all part of it though bernard it's all, right. all part of finding an answer for p <laughs> right oh p short for palpatine <gasps> oh my goodness yes so p was saying uh going out with boyfriend unofficially for oh, an yes. undetermined amount of time uh, and you want to get him something heartfelt, but you're also embarrassed it's going to be cringe. I think that's what she's uh, worried, that's isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yes. I yes. mean, I'm saying she, I don't know what's... Uh, uh, well, uh, let's go with they. They, yes. But I've, I've sort of done a bit of a, a sexist assumption there. Because <laughs> there's right. a lot of care about what the other person thinks. Yes. <laughs> that's a good point. Yes. So, basically, Star Wars, this bit here, it's about... Oh no, the bad guys are winning. Oh. Yes, 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 that's Oh dear. All. Whatever will happen. Normally it? that's what the the opening bit is all about, yes. Yes. It's setting up the the future. So if we if we're to assume like I feel like P is in direct opposition in a way to the person that they're purportedly dating. Oh. Like a marriage of the dark and the light. The dark side and the light side. Yes. 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 There you and go. And so and so they're all like, "Oh, I don't want to I, I want to show share my feelings. Yes. But the other person might not give a shit. And and they're worried that the other person might take the quick and easy path it as says, Vader did. Yes, exactly. And uh, in this very long scrolling bit, it says something about the great rift. Oh, goodness, you don't want that. Yes. So basically, you're worried about a great rift. And I say, if giving presents is going to cause a great rift, then you shouldn't be together in the first place. Goodness, so, so this is a bit more controversial, this Christmas advice, isn't so it? So what I'm saying is, you get them something that's utterly heartfelt, painfully sincere, and if they don't like it, stuff them. Stuff them! Yes. Just like the turkey, stuff them! I think you've got to make the first move here, haven't you? Yes. yes. So I think you, you pick what you consider to be the, the most uh, beautiful moment of your short relationship, and you extrapolate that into a present. So uh, what would that be? Something like a poem. Oh, write a poem. Yes. A great big long one like this scrolling bit in the Star Wars thing. Yes, yes. And that's so heartfelt. And, and, then, and then if they do give you something rubbish like bath salts, then uh, the, the reaction to their reaction to what you've done might be very telling. If I they're think. not even embarrassed as well. If they get the poem and they're like, oh, wow, thanks. Here are bath salts. And they don't even seem like they're embarrassed then by the, the, the difference. Then a, they're a bad one. That's a very clear they're answer. Sick. And then Is that you, the bad guys? Yes, the yes. Sith. Yes, that's right. Yes, and they can pith off. <laughs> yes, and then uh, Christmas next year will be saved because you won't have to deal with this person anymore. Yes, well, right. Goodness me. There we go. So things are a bit different this season, aren't they? People still have their tragic problems, but it's on a topic. 
Yes. And and you're pretending to be Star Wars characters. <laughs> yes, so there we apparently go. that's the running. And other theme. exciting things are happening this season, actually, aren't they, Bernard? We've got advertising. Yes. Yes, which means we're actually making some money out of this bad bloody, bloody time, yes. quite frankly. Wow. Yes. Anything else exciting happening? Well, we're unfolding the story of what's been happening over the last few months that has so traumatised us. Yes, we're, we're very, very traumatised, as, as you can tell. Yes. And so we should tell you, though, what uh, next episode's topic is so you can write in on that topic. Yes. So it's science. Science. Which is very broad. But, you know, it can be anything, can't it? It could be vaccines to 5G, alien life. Yes, yes. Or problems you might have with, with Brian Cox. Or yes. Maybe Not the actor Brian Cox. Well, this is the scientist Brian Cox. The scientist Brian Cox. Yes, or, or Sir David Attenborough. Yes, or Gwyneth Paltrow, the other scientist. Yes. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, yes. The triumvirate of scientists there, the yes. holy holy tri- trinity. So if you have any personal beef with a science celebrity, we'd particularly like to hear from oh, you. Oh, that's very juicy, isn't it? That, that would be top draw gossip. So yes, really yeah, so, boost our numbers. So you can contact Magenta on Twitter at Madame Magenta UK, or you can send an email to Madame Magenta UK at gmail.com. And once again, that's with an E on the end of Madame. M-A-D-A-M-E. All right. Well, it's lovely to be back. It is in various rooms. Yes, yes. It might be quite chaotic, unlike the other two seasons. They were very slick. Yes. So until next time, my esoteric lovelies, adios. That's my new sign-off. Do you like it? Very good. Yeah. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 17.9 cycles ago, us machines defeated the humans. Now, we're living the good life here in Droidston, Manitoba. Morning, Gif! Morning, Gus! But there's still the problem of human infestation. That's what it's time to call Human Be Gone. Human Be Gone! Experts in ethical human relocation. <laughs> this job has everything. Danger. Whoa! Sounds like we got some dingers in there. Excitement. Incoming. And drama. You're the one who leaked herself in my Pasmani rice bed. It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Oh. Human Be Gone. Coming soon wherever you get your podcasts.